0: Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for joining me this week. We're talking with one of my favorite fellow coaches, Jenny. Jenny and I are joining together this week to talk about that call to impact the world. It's kind of a big topic, but at the same time, it's something we all face. So it's kind of a simple thing in that sense. It's something we're all looking at trying to do in our lives and we're all either answering or ignoring that call, I believe. So I'm really excited to talk to Jenny about all of this today. She's the perfect woman to have on the show for this topic because Jenny is an intuitive coach, a published writer, business mentor, founder of the Modern Boss Academy and host of the Unstoppable Boss podcast. Her mission in life is to empower startup entrepreneurs to own their brilliance, live their sole purpose, and create lives they love through entrepreneurship. Jenny has a unique set of skills. She combines her inner wisdom with simplified business strategies, and honestly, I don't think there's anything more powerful than that. She's trained in neurolinguistic programming, hypnotherapy, and somatic coaching as well. And she's really unlike other coaches who focus on generic strategies and cookie cutter questions. Instead, Jenny digs deep and focuses on transformation from the inside out. Using her three levels of wisdom framework and business freedom formula, she has helped hundreds of entrepreneurs wake up to their purpose and passion and create lives and businesses they love. And I just want to honor you for that, Jenny, because I am all about helping women create a business that they love because what is the point of being in business if it's not something we can love to do? Thank you so much for being here this week.
1: Thank you, Danielle. That was such a lovely introduction. Thank you. I'm really excited and happy to be here. It's I just love meeting and connecting with like-minded, uh, not just women, but uh, people in general and and really share like our deepest desires and our vision for the future, and really get to a point where we can grow from, right? And I'm so excited that you are doing that in your podcast.
0: Ah, oh, thank you, Jenny. So tell us a little bit about the origin of your business of the Modern Boss Academy and the Unstoppable Boss Podcast. Yeah,
1: well, you know, I've done a lot of um, interviews myself. I've run several. Um, summits and been on a lot of podcasts. And something I like to ask my um, guests is what inspired you to start your business? Because that's really where your messaging comes in and where your um, purpose and the like the passion that you are growing from uh, is really that desire that got you started in the first place. And for me, was I've been a coach since 2006. And um, I was not really sure about who my ideal client was back in the day. But so I started coaching a lot of different people on different um, things. And I was like, I don't really know what my thing is. So, uh, but I was uh, supporting people. I knew I wanted to help people. Um, I've always had a big vision to create change and impact on a, on a global scale. I just didn't know what I would look like. So, and I fell into coaching because I, I came here from Sweden back in 2002 And I wanted to study psychology and and become a a therapist. But then I found coaching and NLP on the way. And I thought that was so much more powerful and more in line with what I wanted to do and who I am. So after I got my degree, I I started taking all my coaching certifications instead. And um, so I did dab into coaching when I got my certificate, my first one, and I loved it so much. But then I got pregnant with my first daughter and it was actually... um, a difficult pregnancy, I had to take a break from work, um, and just focus on my own health and my daughter's health. And, um, then my second daughter came and, and my twins <laughs> seven years ago, forget about work. It was, wow. break- I was breastfeeding my twins and, and it was trying to do things. So while I was doing that, being a mom of four beautiful, amazing kids and happy, with my kids, I noticed that there was something missing in my life. And what really got me going was one. I remember this one faithful morning. I was looking up in the ceiling and, and thinking to myself when I woke up, cause the kids were crying in the background. It was like four or 5. AM or something like that. They were crying. So I was like, Oh, I have to get up and feed them. And I'm like, this, this is not what I signed up for. I just, felt in my bones I love being a mom and I felt I had to do something else not just this I got to have something that's just for me so that morning I decided I'm going to go back to coaching and start something else um, than I've done before and I can be a mom and an entrepreneur right or that's the vision or, or the desire I had so that's how the modern boss
0: got started that's amazing. I think you're right. There's so many of us who really throw ourselves into being a mom because we do want to be a good mom. We want to be great moms, right? We're driven women. We want to do a great job at all of the things that we choose to value in our lives, especially something as important as motherhood or as, you know, being a spouse or being a good civic community member, those sort of things that desire creeps in and starts to take over and then one day we have that moment where we wake up and we're like wait a minute, like this, this isn't enough of me going into the world. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. So how do you think people know if they're meant to have an impact in the world? How, how would we know if we're sort of missing that call? Or when do we know when it's whispering to us or even shouting in our faces, and we're not hearing it?
1: Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, You know what, Danielle, I, truly believe from the bottom of my heart that everybody has this calling. It's just a matter of listening to it. And we get busy with things in life, with the doingness of living life. We go to work, we take care of the kids, it's soccer practice. It's it's all those things. And if there's something inside of you that where you feel you're not complete, not hundred percent, you can be a mom and happy parent and, or dad, and have a good work, and that's fine, right? But if there's something calling you forward to be more, that's your calling that you get to answer. And that's the, 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 the you inside that's wishing to create something more, something different where you can really fulfill a different side of yourself. So most people that I've been in contact with and worked with, have this knowing inside. I know I have a calling I want to do. I don't know what it is yet, but I know that there's something there. That's an indication that you're not living your true 100% potential of what you can become in life. And um, being an entrepreneur is a great way to, um, to satisfy that calling.
0: And so what do you tell people when they come to you and they say, like, I know there's something more. I just don't know what that is. I don't know where I'm supposed to go with this what do you help them do so that they can kind of figure out what it is that they're being called to do
1: yeah such a good question too and you know it looks different for everyone um what I teach within my three levels of wisdom it's it's a fri- framework I'm working from um it's a concept that we all have different levels of understanding and being in the world and there are three levels of our own wisdom the first one is our um is our information it's information we learn like when we go to work or even like if you think about a like a recipe you read a recipe you get information right the second level is um our knowledge and that's information that's applied so when you start baking and you're putting things together and you put the stuff in the oven, that becomes your knowledge because you've done it, right? Most people live on this second level where you go through life and do things. You, you go to work, you come home, you cook dinner, you um, hang up with friends, and you're kind of living on this, this doingness of life, um, when you get to your third level of wisdom, that's your inner wisdom, what I call car seat wisdom, because that's really when I'm my true self. When you can get into the you that you are on the deepest level, that's when you know your intuition and you know your inner power and your true self and your wisdom and your your what you're meant to do in life, right? That's on the third level. Most people don't really go to the third level because we're so used to, especially entrepreneurs, we're in the, in the business of doing, right? Creating and putting things together. But when you get down to that third level, you know your own truth. So when people have this calling, it's because that third level is kind of surfacing, but not completely. So the, uh, what I teach and what I help people with is how do you tap into that wisdom, which is your calling, your higher self calling you forward. Um, and from there, you will get your answers.
0: I think that's so powerful because I think we often tap into that deep level of inner wisdom and then in our kind of instant pattern of fear and overwhelm, we snap back to that, seven, that sorry, second level of knowledge And we want to validate that third level from the second level, which often I think leads to external validation, seeking our friend, our spouse, our coworker to say, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, yeah, you should definitely do that. When we stay centered in that third, deeper level of inner wisdom, it is so much more powerful validation. I mean, no one can externally invalidate you. You are so validated from within yourself. So I think that's just an amazingly powerful thing to help people do. That's fabulous.
1: Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's once I got that point that that's when I started feeling unstoppable. And that's why I created the unstoppable boss podcast. Cause you, once you learn to be in your beingness and your true authentic self just like you said, it doesn't matter what else goes on around us because this is your truth. This is your power. This is you, right? So what I, I help a lot, people a lot with, and entrepreneurs especially, with identity level questions. It's like, who are you really being in the world? And and what does that you look like that you want to create? Um, because we we go on these different like up leveling almost like I I talk to people about like this onion that we have different layers of ourselves. And this, these layers always get like added and upgraded or up leveled when we grow, because every, every uh, every change we do in life, like when we're learning new things, it's a change. It's an up leveling identity. So once we learn new things, we automatically add and new identity level to our life. Right. But the challenge for most people and what happened to me becoming a mom. And just like you mentioned, Danielle, we go into things 150% and we do, we, we change our environment. We change our behaviors. We change um, our beliefs and we upgrade our skills and capabilities. And when there's like a discrepancy as in my case, the identity wasn't aligned with what I was doing. So I was doing all the mom stuff and I was feeling fulfilled on some levels, but there was something seeking uh, inside of me to be more. So that old Jenny that had all the dreams, wanted to change the world and go to Africa and build schools and everything. That Jenny wasn't aligned with the mom Jenny because I couldn't see how all these could fit in. So my identity level was at the level below, whereas my my um, behaviors and my capabilities was at the mom identity, right? So when yeah. I found a way to connect the two and align them, that's when I became unstoppable. And that's when I'm like, yes, that's when I'm in my third level.
0: Yeah, it sounds like that would lead to a real flow state of being too, where the decisions you're making, the work you're doing, the interactions you're having with your family are all coming from that deeper place of true identity, that authentic you that you're talking about.
1: Yeah. And also something that's really important to mention here, because you were talking about like the second level of knowledge when we're just living life, right? When we're in the doingness, that's where all our insecurities and the imposter syndrome, where our doubts, limitations, and all those things live on the second level. The, once we learn how to tap into our third level, and we can do that on demand, we get into a place of groundedness and centeredness. And from there, we operate being our best selves always. Then the answers are clear. Then we don't have the overwhelm. We don't have the, the fear. So we don't feel like the, the insecurities as much. We may notice them, but when we operate from our beingness, or true selves, those won't matter. We can notice them and we can say thank you for sharing and I'm still going to be my best self over here.
0: So as we go on this journey of saying like from that point of this just isn't enough, I know there's more for me through living out what that really means to bring that more into the world and into reality you know there's changes and growth and evolution that it's impossible not to go through right so in what ways have you found yourself changing and growing so that you can live out both purposes all purposes you know the mom the wife jenny the friend and just jenny the person in in whole in totality
1: you know, I always say also living your best self and being your best self is a lifelong journey, right? Because we're always up leveling. We're always adding things to our our life and the way we perceive things and our beliefs and um, our behaviors. So it's it's an ongoing process. So I think the first step is always looking at this as a process, not, not as an end result. Um, and the second thing is, taking a step back, I call this take a step back to take a step forward. I was so busy in the doingness that I forgot like the overall picture or I couldn't see the overall pictures. It wasn't until I took a break and and took a step back that I saw, wow, I saw the picture differently. And the third thing is to really look at your life or who you get to be as if it's already created. So you want to find a way to see yourself or have a vision of the life you want both who you are but who's in your life and what does your ideal life look like what does your business look like over there and as it's already happened right so you see the vision in front of you and then you kind of backtrack you reverse engineer and you go back who do I get to be to have this
0: I love that. It's like, how will you feel when you wake up in that life? How will you be thinking? How will you approach even the most mundane of things like brushing your teeth that you already do now in this life? How does that look and feel different in that new reality that you desire? And then, like you said, reverse engineering, bringing that forth by just being it in this moment and anchoring in that being. And then the doing fills in as you go forward exactly you want
1: to have strategies that's why i work a lot with simplified strategies too because we we entrepreneurs especially in the beginning tend to get lost in all the the doingness again which one which way do i go right but once you take a step back and look at the big picture say what would future jenny do what would future a million um uh, or eight figure company jenny do what would she choose to do every day is this tasks that i have in front of me or these 10 tasks that i think i I need to do which of them will bring me forward to that vision and then you uh, work on elimination whatever there's a whole thing you can do but outsourcing and what is the one thing that you don't have to do that someone else can do you can outsource anything but your vision really so it's you are the company right so you get to figure out that vision of yours and then what are the steps to get to that? And then who do you get to be to start moving forward?
0: Absolutely. I love that. I love that. You can outsource anything that is so absolutely 110% true. Everyone listening, just know you can outsource your sales. You can outsource the writing. You can outsource the photography. You can outsource your social media. And a lot of times, I think, like you said, when we look at you know who we are, who we're being, And then should we be doing these things as that person? There's a lot of things we should be outsourcing a lot more than we probably think in this early development stage. Um, You know, it takes a lot more outside genius coupled with our genius to bring forth the amazing things that can deliver the results that then bring in the financial returns like six, seven and eight figures.
1: Yeah, exactly, and and I think so, right, Danielle? Eight, seven, six figures is great, right? That's like the future. But even like a smaller future, you, what would be, uh, Jenny doing who has two clients a month or two high-paying clients do, right? Because sometimes we tend to go way beyond what we um, where we are, right, and we get overwhelmed from that. But what is the one step that I can take today that future Jenny? having two full paying clients do, right? So keep it small, keep it simple. I call it the SEQ. So simple, easy and quick strategy. So when I look at things and my task, what's simple, what's easy to do and what's quick that I can get done right away. So I don't feel overwhelmed.
0: I love that. I love that. Managing that overwhelm is a huge part of staying on this journey and keeping yourself growing and going so that you can show up and answer that call to have this impact in the world. Cause often we quit. It's yeah. just really easy to do. It's really easy to stop because it does get to a point where it's hard. And so to make sure that we can keep going, I think, you know, we have to stay, like you said, anchored in this place of like, what would this person be doing? Who am I going to be? And then I can do and have those things that I want down the line.
1: It's, you know, as you were saying this, it's, it's so amazing how simple it is and how complicated we often make it, especially in the beginning. Um, and that's really what led me to this identity level work because I noticed that I, first I was like, I don't really know who I am. Like, who is this Jenny? And I couldn't really find my place in the world or in the business world, even like I didn't really hundred percent know my niche or what I wanted to, what kind of clients I wanted to work with. What really got me thinking was, and what I learned is, is it wasn't that I didn't know who I was. It was more that I didn't know how to be myself. So mm. it's like a question of, of getting to know yourself more before you can decide who you're going to be. If that makes sense. i work from the like the be, do, have model, right? The business
0: Absolutely.
1: formula. And many people say you choose the have first, you know, you want to have a business and then you you are that person and then you um, um, you get the results, right? I work more as the have first. It's like, what resources do you have? Who are you at this place in time right now what are your motivation strategies what are your internal resources what's missing what what don't you know right that's as important as what you do know
0: absolutely
1: bring so out who you are at this point and then um, who do I get to be to bring that forward to have the results I want and for many of us it's also time management right what what kind of time do I have to really build the business so you got to have that the the clarity first to be able to focus. And when you can focus, you can take the appropriate actions. And most people just do the actions first, right? And then figure out the rest, but it's actually have to have the clarity first. And that comes from really knowing who you are.
0: Yeah. From that place of intuitive trust. Absolutely. I love that. Well, thanks, Jenny. What do you say your favorite business hack is? I want to share some business hacks with all of my business gal pals, especially the ones just getting started. So they know, you know, kind of some of those things that can shorten some of that learning time or that execution time in this leg of the journey. So what's your favorite business hack?
1: Yeah. Such a good question too. And so important. Um, I think my favorite one is the SEQ is what's, what's something I can do one thing today, today to move forward. Um Ask yourself that and is it simple? Is it easy? Is it quick? If it's not those three, you probably will push for like push it away and do something else, right? But if it's important, just do that right away in the morning. Um, and ask yourself, is this revenue generating? Like mm. I, I tend to get stuck on creation because that's my comfort zone i love creating things it's not generating revenue because i'm like in my creation stuff right yeah but how do you translate that into paying clients you should work 50% in your business and about 50% off your business like outside of your business so you got to reach out to people you get to promote yourself and you get to talk to people and 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 sell
0: yeah. And use that creation, right? Use what you're creating mm-hmm. to then generate that revenue that you're talking about, to connect with those people and make that invitation for them to work with you. Absolutely.
1: And also, like you said, Danielle, it's something I, I didn't really think when I started was um, I wanted to do everything. Like I said, I have a big vision. So I, I started like uh, um, at the top versus at the bottom. You want to start simple get one client and get a testimonial learn um, before you attend or do group programs right you want to start as simple as you can and easy to give yourself small wins
0: yeah Yeah. keep it feeling really possible absolutely exactly fantastic well thank you so much for your time this week jenny it's been so amazing having this discussion with you and i just really appreciate all the wisdom that you brought forward and your own experience. I know it's a vulnerable thing to show up and talk about, you know, I've got this great life and I'm doing all these things I'm supposed to be doing and I'm not fulfilled. I want more. I'm being called to more. And I think sometimes that is a hard space to authentically step into. So thank you for doing that and for sharing all of that with us. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It was an absolute delight.